Hello there, and welcome to Dear College Kids. I'm your host, Jessica, and on this podcast, we give advice and tips and tricks to help you get through college. Going to college is more than an acceptance letter. After mom and dad drop you off is when the real work starts. If you don't let me be the freaking co-host, I'm going to make you do this, Mad Dog. That's what happened. (laughs) So here I am. (laughs) Guess who's back? Jessica invited me because she knew that her podcast needed a little spunk. (laughs) Here I am. How's your weekend? What did I do this weekend? Party? Uh, no, I didn't actually party this weekend. I... Liar. What did I... I didn't party. Yeah, I was literally there. We didn't throw a party on set. We threw a party on Friday. I wouldn't really consider... Well, I guess Thursday's the weekend around here. But, um... I drank a lot. I went to Roanoke and we went to a couple breweries. That's what I did. I went to Roanoke. I was in Roanoke at the same time you were. Oh, with Jonathan? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was like, I'm in Roanoke, too. Yeah, no. Just got behind on work. Drank. Yep. Hi, guys. Welcome back. It's your girl, Jessica. And back with us, we have Lucas because he wanted to be my co-host instead of just a guest. So we'll have him on for a few more episodes. Everybody give him a big round of applause. We are going to be diving in to the topic of time management and procrastination. Woo. Uh, so I think we should just get right into it. Uh, we're going to talk about where we are now in life. When you're in high school, you know, it's one of those things where the gym teacher holds your hand as you do the mile. And like, <laughs> and then the math teacher, you can sit in a room afterwards and she'll basically write your problems down for you. And then you go home and like your parents feed you fruit snacks because you're an insufficient high school child. So, um, the good old days. Yeah. Now, now we're, <laughs> now we're here. Um, and like everything is up to you. You can sit in your room and you can eat Cheez-Its like the fat ass you are while you binge watch The Office or you can be productive and Get on top of your work. It just really depends. It's We are introducing a new segment in this podcast called Pop Quiz, where I will be asking a question Pop and we're quiz. gonna <laughs> and we're gonna see if you can figure out the answer. Today's question is on average, how long do college students study per week? Doing homework, reading, and assignments. What do you think? Well, guys, according to a 2014 study, nationwide, college students self-reported spending about 17 hours each week on homework, reading, and assignments. 17 hours really sounds like a lot of time, but like when it's spread out over the week, I don't know. I could probably, I probably do like 17 hours. That's like, if you made it like a work day, that's five. That's more than five three-hour work days. And I feel like, yeah, that's just too much. It's like 15 credit hours plus 17 extra outside work. That's crazy. Yeah, fuck that. 
I feel like we're so opposites when it comes to this. Like, I literally grind all the time. <laughs> I'm like at somewhere. I'm either in the library or like at my desk in my room, just like doing anything to get something done. I just wait for the email from the professor that's like, "Hey, you're you're gonna fail this class. I will allow you to turn these in to keep." To keep a passing grade. That's mostly. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's not a great way to go about it. But, you know. Well, maybe we can teach Lucas some good advice today. Our word of the day today is proactive. I came up with this because (laughs) we were sitting on the floor in my living room and one of my roommates was like, what's the difference between productive and proactive? So we were explaining the difference to her and she was just like super hungover from the night before, like lying on the floor wrapped in a blanket. (laughs) And I took a picture of her and I said, word of the day, proactive. Proactive college students plan ahead setting aside enough time for their studies while recognizing the importance of balance, including time for socialization and relaxation. So time management, basically figuring out um, how long you're going to do your work for and get those good grades, but also being able to say, hey, I need to take a break and go hang out with my friends. So I am not a hermit in my room all the time like I was my freshman year. But over the past couple of years, I've learned how to balance it out pretty well. And I'm going to be sharing with you some of those tips and tricks that I have used to help balance my work and social life. I think a lot of people struggle with finding the in-between. And it's not even so much proactiveness. I feel like it has to do with your personality. I mean, like it is being proactive about certain things, but I think that, like you said, you could be a hermit. Or you could be someone who vigorously parties. And I think that is you have both ends of the spectrum. And it really takes, like, it actually takes work to find the in-between. One of the most successful things that I have learned to getting the work done on time and having enough time to also have, a, have fun, creating a list of to-dos. I do it weekly, so I just, like, write down all the stuff that I need to get done for the week because then when the weekend comes, I'm like, okay, cool, everything's checked off my list, and I can go have fun and start over next week. This is going to sound, like, so nerdy. I literally have a fucking spreadsheet. (laughs) I created an Excel spreadsheet of every single assignment that I had for the semester. And they're color-coordinated, too, by class. And then they're also... (laughs) alphabetized by like the date that it's due so it's in chronological order so it's color-coded by class has all the assignments then it's in chronological order of when they're due and there's also this little tool where you can like click done in progress not complete and every time you click one off it's just so satisfying (laughs) i'm gonna resign as (laughs) (laughs) co-host oh god See, I'm the exact opposite of you. Like, I do that shit, and I check that shit, like, every two hours just in case I miss something. I feel like I have work that I'm still working on from last semester. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I tried to buy a planner one time. It's really hard to get into. I wrote, like, one assignment in it. 
and then doodled on it <laughs> and then threw it away. But I just had so much trouble. Like I would either A, miss the assignment and then look at my planner and be like, oh, fuck, I didn't write it down. Or I'd pull up the assignment to do it and I'd be like, you stupid ass planner, I didn't even need you. True. It is really hard to get into. Yeah, sometimes I go through waves where I don't use my planner, but then I'm like cracking it, it Waves open. like every two hours. <laughs> you go that hour and 58 minutes and then you're like, hmm, planner time. It's, it's just so satisfying. Creating a study plan is another good trick that you can do, but also it's sort of necessary. So in college, we use an online like form where all of your professors use it to put on assignments, to put content, to create a calendar for when things are due. And it's really nice to have a plan created for you so that you can see like when things are due. So you know how there's like different types of people in group projects? Like there's the person that does everything and the person that does nothing. What person are you? In a group project, I'm actually the person who does everything. No way. Because like everything that I've set up to this point <laughs> would make you think that I do nothing. But when it's a group, I feel like I'm more enticed to do something. But I'm also not a fan of when people try and push really hard to get something done. But yeah, that's probably you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when <clears throat> just recently in one of my groups, we're supposed to meet during class time over a Zoom meeting to discuss the project that we're working on. It's when we do like different media assignments. When your professor tells you that you're not coming to class that day, everyone sees it as a free day. They're like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like I can go do whatever I want. This girl sent out an email after two of us missed the Zoom meeting and was like, this is just unacceptable, guys. She's like, we meet at this time and like, I'm just concerned. I'm concerned for you guys and I'm concerned what it's going to be like for the final project. I will be notifying the teacher. Okay, like we could have just met at three o'clock or something. Okay, I'm not that bad. I'm the kind of person to like push to get the ball rolling because I'm always the one that ends up doing all the work too. But like nobody really says anything or does anything. But I'm always the one to be like, hey guys, what's our next step? Hey, we have to yeah, do this. Yeah. That's exactly what I do. But like, calm down. Freshman year, I was assigned a group project for one of my core classes and there were four of us in the group, including myself. I literally did everything. But these kids would always make up excuses not to me, and I was getting so pissed. So I ended up doing all of the work for this project, and we had to present our work that we did at the end, and <laughs> I was gonna be so petty, and I was gonna get my fucking revenge. The night before the presentation, I texted my teacher, Dear Miss Professor, I've been throwing up all night, and I won't be able to come in to do the project. Alas, I was not throwing up. I was perfectly fine. I was having a good old time with my roommate, drinking a bottle of wine, and I didn't show up. You're psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I had a group last, uh, yeah, last semester where two of the people never showed up, and I didn't go that far, but when it came time to present, we all were, like, not looking at the board, knew exactly what we were talking about. We had, like, rehearsed it, yada, yada. But then he just sat there and, like, stared at the board and was like, uh, 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 
Uh, ah, no. so he just uh, made a fool uh, of himself. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're at the point in time where I know there are probably a lot of people who would be like, oh, oh, you know, like, can you just write me in? It's like, fuck no. <laughs> you know how much money I pay to be here? I'm not going to, like, I'm not going to do that just because you don't want to show up. You think you are done in high school with group projects? Hell no, especially if you're a communications major, because communicating is the most important part of what you're going to be doing when you get out of uh, college. So expect if you're going to be a communications major, expect to have a lot of group projects. Sometimes it's great. Sometimes it works out. So if y'all didn't know, which you don't because we've never talked about it before, Lucas <laughs> is in a fraternity. And I just want to ask you, what's your favorite part about being in a fraternity? I I know this podcast is about <laughs> like being productive and like obviously as you guys can tell, I'm not very good with studying. So having the ability at basically any time of day, whether it's like 10 a.m., all the way until like 2 a.m. I can just message in the group chat and be like, hey guys, who wants to study? Like, hey guys, whose couch can I come bum on and do my assignment? And I mean, there's just, there's more than enough people. Yeah, that's one really great thing about college is that there are so many opportunities for you to join study groups or have tutors. Every tutor on this campus is free. <laughs> you can find a tutor that specializes in the thing that you need help with. I freaking had a psychology tutor my freshman year because I sucked at psychology. And also your teachers are always there for you to ask questions. Definitely getting involved with study groups or getting help and advice from friends on homework is super important because you get to make that connection with somebody and you get to socialize with them. But at the same time, you're getting your work done, which is super important. I think that another big part about me, say, like studying in my fraternity is that there's 31 members who are all different majors. Like I can I can just send a message and be like, hey, who does this? I mean, we've got history majors, we've got criminal justice majors, teaching majors, bio majors, comms majors, business, accounting, like really any class you're taking, there's someone who's going to be able to help with it. In college, it is a lot different than high school when it comes to getting to know your professors. It's completely up to you to introduce yourself to them and put a face to the name for future times when you need help or you have questions. It's really important go up to your professor and be like, hey, what's up? Like, my name is Jessica, blah, blah, blah. So then they remember, oh, this person came up to introduce themselves to me and they can point out your face in the crowd of all the other students because some classes can be very large. That's it for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, thanks, Lucas, for being on. See you next week. See us both next week when we talk about dating and college and the lack thereof. <laughs>